Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. And now, coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle Podcast. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my wonderful co-host. We've got the one and only Lord Jushiro. Some say good morning or good afternoon, wherever you're listening here. And we've got the forever knowledgeable R. Sigma. We're still going with Haya Papaya. Haya Papaya. Hi. Uh, I still haven't beaten that, by the way, because I was like, oh, the DLC's going to come out, and then I just forgot that the game existed. <laughs> and so, Well, the DLC's done now. I, I know, I know. through so quick. It was very quick, uh, but yeah. All right, so, but welcome to the Puckle <laughs> Podcast. Puckle, of course, standing for the Pokemon Underground Champions League, a nonsensical name we came up with in 2007, where we talk everything Pokemon from the trading card game to the video game to everything in between. And we are very excited. Dude, I'm very excited because today's like old school, just speculation. Yeah. And yeah, it's going to be a great episode. Uh, but uh, before we before we begin, what you guys been up to lately? It's been a hot minute for both of you, I think. I think so. I, I've been all over the place. Uh, most recently, just been playing a few old games. Haven't been playing Pokemon a lot, just waiting for that juicy DLC to drop so I can come back Man, to it. That DLC I'm very excited for. Yes, I am too. Uh, so other than that, though, I've been really, 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 really bored. Yeah. Just waiting for a game to come out to just have fun. There's a very specific one coming out in like three weeks. I know. Uh, <laughs> there's one next week and then there's one like in three yeah. weeks. And it's it. You can always just go play Mega Man. Yeah, I'm waiting for Survivor and uh, also, obviously, Zelda. Yeah, Tears of the King, dude. I need to finish Zelda or Fire Emblem before Tears of the Kingdom comes out, or I'll never finish it. There's just no way. <laughs> Advance Wars is next week. Oh, Advance oh, no. Wars is no, <laughs> no. There's too much in one place. I need. I'm gonna need to just take a vacation to play video games. Yeah, yeah. My my supervisor at work actually told me because I got a new supervisor and he was looking at like my personnel file and he's just like, "Why do you have 30 vacation days?" And I go, <laughs> and I, I was just like, well, you know, COVID happened. Uh, so I didn't take a lot of vacations because kind of coming to work was a little bit of a vacation. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I just never took any. Like, I barely, like, I take like a week a year and I accrue it so fast now. It doesn't yeah. stop. <laughs> uh, and he's just, he's like, okay, so like part of your personnel goals are to take, take your vacation. <laughs> that seems fair i was just like yeah, i'm like can't argue with that that's fair he's like he's like hopefully it's more than you just like sitting at your house though i'm like i don't know if i'm just sitting at my house playing video games it could be a good time right 
four day weekend for Zelda. There you go. Uh, that maybe, maybe I might do that. Actually, I'll think about that. <laughs> I might take like a long weekend for Zelda. I do have the time for that. I think that's reasonable. It, that last yeah. trailer was actually pretty good. I'm excited. The, the last trailer was actually very good. I I am very was. stoked for Zelda. It's just it looks so beautiful despite it being still on the Switch and the Switch being like a ten year old machine. I thought that the uh, Breath of the Wild looked fine too. Like uh, like they're all fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nintendo is very good about having low power units and then being really good about covering up. Right. Like, the lack of graphical power. They've always been very right. good about that. Specifically with Zelda, too. I mean, they did that with a GameCube. I mean, that's why we got Toon Link. It was because they're just like, yeah, it won't look... Uh, we, the people won't notice it looks low poly if we make everything low poly. Exactly. So, I don't blame them. Pikmin's yeah. another one of those games that they yeah. at least find a way to make it look much better than it should on the system that it's on. That's so yeah. true. Whereas uh, Scarlet and Violet, though... Uh, <laughs> right. That, that one could look a little better. Scarlet and Violet's a second party game. Okay, it's not. It's not a first party game. I feel like people. I feel like we forget that all the time. Is that Pokemon isn't like a first party Nintendo title? It's a second party Nintendo title. Right. It's it's their own developer. Maybe yeah. Nintendo looked at the pro- progress on Scarlet and Violet, and that's why they. Game Freak is now like in the same building or something like that. Well, I mean, you look at you look at Scarlet and Violet right now. I mean, there's a reason why I couldn't stop. Just like based on all of the things that have happened in like the past, I don't know, like six months in Pokemon, them right. not delaying Scarlet and Violet makes a lot of sense in terms of like the overall Pokemon machine. Yeah. <laughs> Whether or not that's good for the franchise as a whole, I don't know yet. But the Pokemon machine, it definitely makes sense why they wanted to push it out. And just fix oh, it later. Right. It's a schedule. There's a schedule they have to keep in order yeah. for it to all make financial sense. I think there is, but I think I think even more so now they have like more reason to do it. Yeah, I it, like right now because like they're trying to change so many things at once. It feels like like so many things. Yeah, yeah, they're doing a kind of like a reboot. Yeah, like on the franchise, it's weird. It, it feels very weird. It's it's not like a full reboot, but it you know it's subtle enough, right? Mm-hmm. It's a kickstart. But yeah, Uh I went to a I went to a league challenge yesterday. That was the time. Ooh, how did that go? Uh it went not great for me. <laughs> well, like I started out two zero because I I'm turns out that after you play a children's card game for a couple months, you can kind of figure it out sometimes. Mm. I mean, I can't figure out Yu-Gi-Oh, so, like, that... <laughs> to be fair, that's because it's, like, a novel reading competition, but that's fine. Y- y- yes. Uh, <laughs> Each card yeah. is its own novel. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I can't play... Yeah, I definitely can't play, like, Yu-Gi-Oh, but I can play Pokemon. And uh, I'm definitely not playing Magic. No, oh, yeah. That sounds like a nightmare, in all honesty. Uh, I feel like Yu-Gi-Oh is probably worse, just because it requires you just to know cards, whereas Magic, you can read the cards and the rules kind of work like you expect them to. But. Yeah. yeah, but the the problem with Magic the Gathering, especially now, it, I think Hasbro has them? I can't remember uh, who yeah. it is. Yes, Hasbro does, Hasbro does own them, yes, you are correct. Uh, then, uh, right now, they have like a new set every other week or something like that, and <laughs> yeah. like, Oh, the community is like, the community's upset, yes. Previews. It's like, right. they are so tired of it. I listen to so many podcasts and so many people are just like, yeah, it's still preview season. Yeah. It's still preview season. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's crazy. It, it's definitely, 
not too bad. Yeah, round three, I did. Uh, I ended up losing. I it was very close. Um, I'm actually really upset because I would have won the game had I made like the change I was thinking about to the deck list that I was playing. Mm-hmm. I I was thinking about playing a second mana fee from uh, Brilliant Stars, which prevents bench damage. Uh, mostly for the mirror, because if a lot of people are playing Lost Box, it's uh, Greninja's like a big attacker in Lost Box. Okay. And Greninja can ping two mons anywhere on the field. Usually means two dead compay. Yeah, usually means two 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 prizes that game, right? Or that turn. Right. And so Manaphy prevents them from taking more than like whatever's in the active. So I he had uh, my opponent had taken out the Manaphy. My Manaphy, and like I have ways to recover it, obviously, but it's a supporter, and I had to play the supporter that turn to do a play I was trying to do, and so I didn't think about it, but I did have like a Nest Ball in hand, and Nest Ball just lets you grab a card from the deck and just put a basic Pokemon and put it on your bench. Right. One of my favorite cards, by the way. So if I would have been playing the second Manaphy, if I would have played the second Manaphy, I could have played the Nest Ball and then just slapped the Manaphy on the bench. And then I wouldn't have, because my opponent ended up rallying and coming back by smacking me with the, uh, with the Greninja, uh, his own Greninja. Mm. I only had, I only had two prizes left. Like I was very close to a win, but he didn't have any low HP stuff on the board. So I couldn't take a KO. It it was, uh, semi frustrating. Wasn't the end of the world though. And then like from there, like my prize, my prizes just like screwed me over the last two games. Mm. because these are all best of ones in best of three scenarios it probably wouldn't have gone as poorly that's right oh, yeah in a best of three scenario but in, uh in the best of one i was definitely just getting raffle stomped <laughs> yeah best of one there's a lot of luck involved yeah uh, the deck i was playing uses uh sky seal stone which is a uh, which is an item that allows a normal pokemon v to have a v star power and the v star power is if that pokemon v takes out a pokemon v max or a pokemon v star you take an extra prize which is huge because those are all- those are usually yeah. two usually, and three prizes, right? Yeah. Usually it's a Drapion eating a Mew or yeah. a Zapdos eating a Regilecki. Or or a uh, Raikou eating a Lugia. Yeah, that's a good And so, so I ended up playing a uh, a weird, like, Inteleon VMAX deck my last round. And uh, turn oh, one- I've seen that deck. No, no, he wasn't even playing the Urshifu. Oh, I'm very confused. He wasn't even playing- This was just pure <laughs> Inteleon. This was just huh. pure Inteleon. Yeah. Oh, God. And so I had, I had like a really awkward start where I only had one Comfey. And so I'm like, I need to get turned on like now, right? And so I play, I play two electric energies and one Raikou, right? And so turn one is a, uh, Colorus's experiment and a lightning energy. And all on my, all, all the only thing I have on my board right now is Comfey and a Greninja. Hmm. And I go, I grab the Colorus so I can get Cramorant online so I can start pinging things for damage. And so I gri- I put the I put the lightning energy in the discard. I play Colorus. I get Heavy Ball, um, which lets you look in your prizes for for a Pokemon that's there. But you also get to look at your prizes, right. so it's much easier than like trying to figure out what your prizes are during a deck search. Mm-hmm. And so I'm playing two lightning energy, remember? And I just put one in the Lost Zone, so I could never play with it again. And so I do the Heavy Ball. I look at my prizes. Of course, what's in the prizes? One lightning energy, the oh. Sky Seal Stone, and the Raikou. They're all there. All the pieces I need to win that game. Oh wow! Are in the prizes, and I was like, "Well, I'm gonna play this out and see if I can figure it out, but I probably can't." <laughs> <laughs> and so, so I just played it out, and it was like my opponent's just like, "There it is!" After I like put the Raiko on the board, I put the Raiko on the board though, just so I could fleet foot, <laughs> draw cards. <laughs> he thought I was Not trying ideal. to, I was gonna do it, I was gonna take out an Inteleon, and I'm like, "Nope, I wish I could, but I can't." <laughs> 
And so, yeah, it was uh, that was a rough game. That was a rough game. Uh, afterwards, I felt very demoralized, but today I'm hopefully feeling better. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. But yeah, that was uh, that was a time. But yeah, with that, though, um, I'm sorry I talked your ears off about me playing Pokemon. Uh, that would, isn't that what the whole premise of this podcast is? Uh, listen to the reviews, no, uh, but <laughs> all right, we're going to go ahead and we're going to kick it on over to the news. So let's cue that epic music. Welcome to the news. There's a few things to talk about. There's a new animated short series that uses the Pokemon Quest style graphics. A what? Yeah, that's what it is. It was like a minute long. Yeah. Also, I'm very... Okay, so like China's getting like a lot of updates for Pokemon Quest, by the way. Right. And we're just not... We just haven't seen any of them. (laughs) We're still in Gen 1. (laughs) Yeah, we're still in Gen 1. They're on like Gen 3 or 4. Oh, wow. Yeah. They've had Gen 5 things, too. Yeah. I think they have Whimsicott. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Um, we <laughs> we got a new... An- the new anime has begun in Japan, by the way. Um, and we have a new question mark Pokemon that was uh, that was shown. Um, it looks like yeah. a turtle with a diamond on its back. Mild spoilers. Wow, I wonder what that could be. Really. Oh, yeah, what? Uh, oh. It's like a baby, though. Not like a big one, like Terrapagos yeah. that we saw. Um, it's like squishy. Right. Yeah. It, it's like squishy, but for Terrapagos, yeah, that's what it seems like. I, I like this for so many reasons, though, because one, it's very close to the Ho-Oh in the original anime. I was going to um, say, it reminds me of Ho-Oh, yeah. This is, I, I have missed this in a uh, in a lot of Pokemon media for a long time. Like, the anime for a very long time hasn't given me an unknown, you know what I mean? Right. They haven't given me something I'm unaware of since, like, I don't know, probably, I would say, like, maybe Gen 3. I think that's when we did, like, the Weavile Munchlax stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was Gen 3 is when we started getting Gen 4 stuff. And ever since then, we've never gotten, like, hints for the next games through the anime. And I really like I really like this return to form for, like, advertising the media. Yeah. So, thanks, Pokemon. Yeah. It's You're bringing old good. school back. It's just how we absorb how- Pokemon back in the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's how I want to absorb Pokemon in the 2020s as well. Uh, yeah. Uh, all right, so uh, we're going to move on to Scarlet and Violet news. Sigma, you've got this one. Yeah, there's the new seven-star raid was, in fact, a Typhlosion, but it was Ghost-type. Shocker. So, hey, that's cool. Uh, <laughs> it, they, they gave it a competent move pool, and it does exactly what you expect a Typhlosion to do, and erupt a lot. <laughs> I, I think the common strategy people are using for it is like an Annihilate build, because Rage Fist eventually will kill it. Uh, though, you might die a lot, too, but that's mm. fine. It's a really weird raid. I used an Ndidi, but the, what, the it, whatever works. Are, yeah, right. <laughs> There's a global challenge, uh, uh, two part two, that's taking place in April 21st through and April 23rd. If you do well, you can get a uh, CP. If you play three games, you can get a code for a great ball bag. Oh, that's cool. I want to do that now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's okay. I, I enjoy them. That's better than giving me, like, league points or battle points or whatever. This is way better. You get like, those, too. Right. Well, yeah, yeah, you can give me those. That is fine. You but, can give me But those. not make it the main prize. But you're giving me a great ball bag. Mm-hmm. 
which right. I think is very, very good. <laughs> it's on theme. It's on. Yeah, it's on theme. That's absolutely true. Um, all right. So, uh, Pokemon Unite, you have this one as well, Jushiro. Oh, I do. And uh, Chanlore releases on the 27th uh, for Japan. It is probably a 50-50. We see it on the 26th. Sometimes uh, it's midnight UTC. Sometimes it's midnight Pacific. It's whatever they're up to at that point. Yeah, that's exciting, I guess. I don't know. I haven't played Unite in a few months. Um, and they keep yeah, adding things. Same. I don't. I don't know that it changes the meta too much all the time. But yeah. I heard Zashin broke things for a little bit. Yeah, but I think they balanced it. Like sometimes if it's like something they, they that's did really nerf big and broken, now. yeah. I I have heard it did receive nerfs. Yes. <laughs> uh, sustainability week starts the twentieth. I think it runs through the twenty sixth. Uh, it adds bounce week to the game. It adds shiny drill bear to the game. Everyone likes a shiny drill bear. Uh, so Ooh. that's cool. Uh, walking is half distance to build friendship, which is great because uh, the Jirachi masterwork is still a thing and you need 10 best buddies to get past step two, which is what I'm stuck on because I haven't (laughs) touched that mechanic. (laughs) Uh, There's also some research thing happening on the 23rd. They haven't told us what that is yet, so I don't know. Keep your your eye. We we do have a Go channel on our Discord now if you want updates on news. Uh, I'm I'm sure it will be posted there. all yeah. right. Uh, the Puckle TCG tournament signups will probably go live this week at some point. Yay! I'm going to play in that. I'm playing in the PFTT and I'm playing in this. One of these I expect to do better than the other right now. Um, <laughs> I, I just have to write the rules. And then, uh, yeah, yeah. It'll probably go up after PFTT starts. All right. Oh, right. And then Ayano broke the Japanese card market. Um, Iano is coming oh, no. out in the next set. Um Okay, I, I do want to make like the caveat because like it, it is like insanely expensive. I think it's something on the order of like a thousand dollars or something. It's crazy for oh, full it's art. Like, it's like over a thousand. Yeah, it's like over a thousand dollars right now for an Iano. That's Iana, ridiculous for a full art Iano. Well, okay, so one is Iano. It's it's also a really good playable card. Um, right. It's like like it's a four of playable card. Um, oh. Yeah, it's it's really good. Um, and. Uh, I do want to make the caveat for, like, everybody who's, like, freaking out about possibly getting Ayano for, like, their decks or whatever in the next set. Uh, the Japanese card market is actually very much not the same as the American or international card market. Okay. Um, every time this happens, people are just like, this is so expensive. This card in Japan is this expensive. And then it ends up being, like, maybe 10 bucks in the U.S. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, is going to be 100, but that's fine. Ayano is going to be expensive. It's going to be like, it's going to, I think it's going to be less though, because Scarlet and Violet killed so many prices. Like, so many. You, you would expect something like, uh, like full art, uh, Professor's Research to be kind of insane, uh, with Professor Sada, not Professor Turo, but it's not that bad. I don't expect that at, well, I mean, maybe, so, well, Juniper exists though. Juniper does exist, but Juniper was a promo. I don't know. It, uh, it's a whole thing. I don't know. It's uh, I mean, I think right now Sada's like ten bucks. Do we know what the what Iana does? Uh, yeah, Iano. Um, so it's an N and a Marnie combined. Do you remember N? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So um, it does what N does, where it uh, you sh- you do- well, you don't shuffle your cards back into your hand because it's Marnie. It's it's like Marnie as well. And Marnie was uh, when you play it, you shuffle your hand and you put it on the bottom of your deck, and then you gotcha. draw the number of cards for each. You draw a card for each prize card you have left. That's what okay. I does. But does your opponent does it too, or just you? Yep, the opponent does this as well. Oh, okay. 
It's it's I just, see why it's, it's a thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah it's a staple. It's a staple. It's a yeah, staple yeah. that you're gonna want four of. Um, and f- getting a full art is going to be intense. Um, in this next set, I mean, it's gonna be like the Miriam. Yeah, I was gonna say currently Miriam's seventy five dollars, and she's not playable at four of. It's dropping though. <laughs> yeah, but she's also like not played at all. The, granted, and not a four, okay. And when she is played, she's not a four of. She is a one of. That so. is true. That is true. Um, so yeah, she's. Iona's probably going to be in the one to two hundred dollar range. I mean, I imagine, I imagine that's like the alt art though, because like I think that Mir- is the alt art. The, yeah, there, Miriam, there, there are three like arts. Three. There are three arts for a lot <laughs> of these. Uh, there's the yeah, right. There's the full art. There's the normal art, and then there's the there's the illustration art. And so the illustration art's the one that's like uber expensive right now, and it's going to be probably like Sigma said, like a hundred bucks on that order. Um, yeah. If you want yeah, I googled that. it real quick, and the only one I found was at nine hundred and eighty dollars U.S. Yes. Uh, well, yeah, because so. it's not out in the U.S. yet, right? It won't be until June, and once it does, it's going to be like probably a hundred dollars. Like that's my Oof. expectation. Yeah, but yeah. All right. Well, that's going to be it. Before we move on, though, um, we're going to go with a Puckle's Pokey prediction. What Pokemon with the Mega Evolution do you think could see a standard evolution first? I don't, I don't really understand this quest. What's so, this question? Do. What Pokemon a, a with Pokemon, a Mega Evolution a do you think you can see a standard a, evolution first? Well, you know how Giraffery got a, an evolution, right? Right. Um, what poke? They're just adding evolutions what again. What Pokemon with great. a Mega do you think they're going, going to you, kill Mega Evolution with, essentially? I don't, oh. think, I don't think any of them, in all honesty, because I think the ones that they gave Megas to, they see as somewhat complete. Um, right. That, that that's why I'm confused. I'm like, I think they're if you ha- if you have a mega evolution, you're done. Yeah, I'm gonna. Here's the thing, though. Like, Mawile, Mawile is just bad, right? Right. Mega Mawile was amazing. Right. <laughs> Regular Mawile is probably one of the most trash things, unfortunately. Right. So, but like, I, I don't think I, a Mawile still won't get a mega. I mean, I never thought that. Uh, Ursaring Sorry, a standard evolve, uh, a yeah. standard evolution is what I meant to say. I mean, it's I don't like, think I'm thinking, will. I don't think Maya will, unless Zangoose does too. I mean, it's tied with Sableye, but yeah, yeah. No, it's know. tied with Zangoose. <laughs> Undecided. <laughs> Sableye. Now that Sableye now that you mention it, if there would be a Pokemon that has a Mega that could end up having a standard evolution, I would say it would be Sableye. But other than that, I, I Sableye actually it. has like competitive use because Prankster is good. Right, but I don't think that Pokemon necessarily standing up there is like, how can we make this Pokemon more sta- uh, competitive uh, and more like I think that, how I think we it's can more, just... I think it's just like more, how can we make this Pokemon more interesting, right? Exactly, right. And I, I think yeah. all of those Pokemon were already interesting and they just made them cooler than once they got Megas. Right. Except for Audino, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, but Audino is not getting an evolution. That, like that. No, no, I don't expect Audino to ever see an evolution. Audino is like that's like, why I said. Uh, have, they, I, have they added evolutions to any Pokemon like post Gen three? Like I don't think yes, they have. Now they have. Who who got an evolution post Gen three? Bisharp. Okay. That's oh, true. you mean like that's no no you're right. Oh yeah, you're right, Bisharp still right. works. Bisharp is the answer. I Bisharp's misinterpreted what you were saying, but yes, Bisharp is technically Bisharp is the correct answer. answer to that. Bisharp yeah. is a correct answer to that. You are correct. Bisharp also was a Pokemon I never expected to see an evolution to because I thought it was like right. good. And Primeape. Yeah, yeah Primeape. Well, Primeape's, well, Primeape's, Primeape's a Gen sense. 1 Pokemon that got an evolution. <laughs> oh, no, true. But what I meant to say, uh, that was more in the I never thought there were going to be another evolution for that one. Yeah. 
it makes more sense than Bisharp and like Ursaring to me though. Like those two Pokemon just had good stats already. I never expected yeah. them to see evolutions. Primeape's like a little lower, so it's it evolving was like, yeah, okay, I could see it. I could see it. Mm-hmm. Right. That's why like I don't, Houndoom I'm, is the one I would expect just because it's mega was bad too but no my my full expectation is none of them like that's my that's my hard answer right now same none of them yeah none of them because i think all of them are essentially finished eh. like they feel finished by sharp did to an extent as well but like that's a different story <laughs> i think king gambit is a 100 percent unnecessary pokemon <laughs> it, it was not necessary but i think it's cool it's like, cool it's, yeah, it was definitely it's, unnecessary it's not though. unwelcome it was definitely unnecessary uh in my opinion <laughs> <laughs> but that's fine. All right. Well, that's going to be the news, guys. We're going to kick it on over then to Puckle's Pokey Quiz. We're going to quiz your co-host on their insane Pokemon knowledge. Oh, hi, and welcome to the Pokey Quiz. The part of the show where we quiz our co-hosts on their insane Pokemon knowledge. I'm Mark from the Dunsparce Gang, here to explain the rules. Our fabulous co-hosts will work as a team to answer five Pokemon-themed trivia questions that fans have submitted on the Discord server. Each question is worth one point, with Pokedex and multiple answer questions worth more, for a total of seven points. The host can use a free hint at any time. If they get all the answers correct and do not use the hint, they can cash it in for an eighth point. Welcome to the quiz, and thank you for that introduction. Our first question this week is going to come to us from Wyatt White. Every oh, Pokemon in the Wyatt game, White. yeah, every Pokemon in the game can learn Terra Blast, except for two. Who are huh? they? Huh? Yeah. I have Definitely no Ditto. idea. Ditto. Ditto can still not. Yeah. Uh, the real question is: Is the other one Magikarp? Because mm. Wobbuffet's not in the game, or else it would be Wobbuffet. Um, who else has a very quonky way of learning things? Like, Magikarp actually learns moves now. Like, I think you can teach it Hydro Pump. Yeah. Which is why I'm skeptical that Magikarp's the answer. Right. But we will lock in Ditto. Uh, yeah, uh, Ditto Ditto's is correct for sure. Ditto is definitely correct. Is there a baby form that does nothing until it evolves that I'm forgetting about? I can't think of one. Me either. Like, that. that's Magikarp. Right, exactly. That would be Magikarp. It's just I'm thinking Which like they, maybe a baby t- like a Pokemon that is a baby would. Mm. I'll just need an answer. Just give me an answer. Just give them an answer. Our we'll, we'll segment. Magikarp. Magikarp is also correct. Woo! There, there we go. go. You guys are they, one for one. <laughs> they let it learn moves now. I, I'm skeptical of saying that. Yeah, I know. I can, I believe <laughs> it that. can bounce. It can hydro pump. Like, what are we doing with our? Moves? Right. Oh, right. This next. This next. Uh, question is from lark winnegan i assume it's shark but we changed his name um what was the last pokemon ash officially caught in the anime i haven't seen the last season yet uh officially caught not returned to him but like new pokemon that he caught not evolution anything like that do you know sigma i i'm not 100 percent sure i'm kind of i feel like he probably should have caught something during the Arceus special that i never watched the RC special is he doesn't catch anything. I will tell you that now. There okay. you go. So, hmm. So, like, I have to hope that it's something that was on his team for the championship battle, which I think would Draco Vish was the last thing. Okay. 
Are you going with Dracovish? I think Dracovish was less. Yeah, because I, I'm, I bet he caught something specials afterwards. But I think it's- you're going with Dracovish. Yeah, Dracovish is correct. He caught Oof. nothing in the specials. Oh, sick. Um, sick. it sick is Dracovish. That was the last thing on his team. I just wasn't sure if he caught some random thing like you no. Know, when he did the bee drill. Con- when he did the bug contest and caught. Oh uh, no, bug. there were, no. He didn't do well. I mean, he technically like caught the Pokemon as like part of like a challenge i guess in the rc's episode but it doesn't count um because okay. like you give them back when you're done ah okay. <laughs> i mean oh, it could have right. been a nice technically question but yeah continue yeah yeah all right next question is gonna come to you from the once and future gamer this is your uh-huh. pokedex entry question as always so if you get it wrong at the first if you get it right you get two points if you get it wrong you can get a second hint and drop it down to one point uh it's Ultra Sun Pokedex entry reads, individuals that have been set free by trainers who could no longer raise them have become more common, and they can now be found in Alola. Who's that Pokemon? Huh. Could you repeat it one more time? Individuals that have been set free by trainers who could no longer raise them have become more common, and they can now be found in Alola. Hmm. So, it's Ultra Sun. And I'm really tempted to say Furfro because it was added from Sun to Ultra Sun because the uh, Ultra Recon Squad had one. And that's the only reason I know that. Um, okay. I have no idea otherwise. <laughs> uh, that also reminds me of the Pokedex for uh, Ratata, Alolan Ratata. Right? That I, that it was like, I oh. think that has something to do with like it being nighttime, though. Right. Oh, it was something about bringing a Pokemon to deal, it down to and... deal with it, uh, but then it and became then itself like... a pest. Yeah. And I can't remember if it was Meowth uh, or Ratata. Or- Meowth was something I considered, but because it's a regional form, I don't think that was the case. But that's why, that's I'm-, why I'm going Furfro, because it sounds like a pet yeah. that someone would have that uh, would let go. I mean, I'm I'm you, I'm known to be universally yeah. bad at this, so let's go with Furfro. I, I'm not great at the first one either. either. <laughs> <laughs> Are we going with Furfro? Yeah. I think we're going. Yeah, we'll try Furfro. Furfro is incorrect. Oh, okay. uh, its next Pokedex entry is going to come to you from Pokemon Shield. It was originally a Pokemon from afar that escaped to the wild. It can adapt to the dirtiest river. Huh. Oh, I'm going to give you water. A, I might give you another. I might give you another entry because I feel like both these are kind of big. Um, hmm. It's this river Pokemon. Like this would lead me towards like, but I don't. Know. It could be Barfoge, but usually Bar. Like, Whiskash would be about earthquakes, but Barboach? That is a muddy fish. Mm-hmm. And I assume that it was an Ultra Sun and Moon? I never know when a Barboach is in a Pokedex. I just assume it's there, and right. it's not, I'm shocked. Yeah. I'm going to give you a, uh, I'm going to give you the entry also from Pokemon Diamond and Pearl. Okay. Its hardy vitality enables it to adapt to any environment. Its pincers will never release prey. Oh, so it's something more like a corefish. Right. Would it be corefish? Uh, maybe. Or crawdon. People will bring them and release them, and that's why they're in Alola. I know who it was would in buy, I mean, Barboach, who would buy Barboach to release them in Alola? I feel though? like since he gave us another one, it is not Barboach. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's more like a pet Pokemon. It has pincers. It has pincers. And it likes I mean, the mud. And it likes the mud. Option? Muddy rivers. I am drawing a blank here. Yeah, like I, I'm on. I don't know, but I feel like that's on Queen. 
I, I yeah, because they like to clean. Like he's a Corfish is a shrimp Pokemon, right? Crayfish. Crayfish. Yeah. Yeah, I would go with 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 that Corfish because I Cause can't that, think about I anything. Think probably, I can't think about anything better than that. Yeah, I can't. I'm not good at that. <laughs> <laughs> so Are we going good. with Corfish? I believe so. Yeah. Corfish is correct. Oh, Sigma, you're oh, the best. Okay, okay cool. I, uh, I it adapts to dirty rivers. Like That's like water. all of its entries is like dirty rivers. <laughs> oh. uh, yeah, it's like all I guess about, that's how it becomes a dark type. Okay, yeah, cool. it's like I, I can live in dirty rivers if I have to. Um, okay, so this question uh, is your multiple answer question. You can get up to three points here. I am going to give you the two categories we have, and you can choose one. Uh, first category, Pokemon Stadium 1 minigames. And, oh. uh, and question number two is, uh, Pokemon with super low base stats. Yeah. First <laughs> one, I would say. All right. There are nine answers here. I'm actually only going to require you to give me three, one for each point. Okay. Um, there are nine answers. What? This is from Snackard, by the way. What are the titles of the nine mini games in Pokemon Stadium one? Oh, no. Titles. Oh, I thought I'm like, ah. Three strikes and you're out. I'm like, what's the name? Three strikes and you're out. If you get something like close enough, I'll probably count it. But oh, my God. I feel like the one is Run, Rattata, Run. Uh, That is exactly correct. That is one of them. Run, Rattata, Run. That's that I don't know for sure on any. Oh, is it Clefairy Says? I think Clefairy so. says think it's is correct. Yes. 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 Oh, uh, uh, that is like one. I know that. <laughs> that is I'm more one. familiar with the. I'm more familiar with the Stadium Two names. Okay. <laughs> uh, what was the sushi I got one? Those two. Oh, oh, lick a tongue sushi go round. Yes. It is just called sushi go round, but that is also correct. Uh, I will give you that. That is three. The Oof. other ones that you did not get were a Thundering Dynamo. I didn't uh, remember that one. Well, what, Magic which one was Carts- that? Uh, Thundering Dynamo. That's the one I forget. That's, that's a Pikachu Voltorb charge. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, that was, yeah. yes, 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 yes. Okay. Uh, there's Magikarp Splash. Uh, uh, I right. said jump or the, the jump. Yep. I would have said, but yes. There is uh, Snorwar, which is the drowsy one. Um, oh, Rock Harden, that one. Uh, which is the uh, Metapod Kakuna one. There is Ekans Hoopearl. Um, <laughs> and then one. the one with the Sandshrew is called Dig Dig Dig. Right. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that is all of them. So there you guys go. You guys got them. You guys got three. Good enough. I'll give you three points for that. Right now, you guys are. Woo-hoo. I don't know a bajillion points for a bajillion right now. Um, <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, five six, 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 six. Oh, we're the bold. Yeah, no, we six. only got one point for Pokedex. Right? Yeah, so yeah, five. but yeah, that's three, and then plus three just now. So you're six for four. Oh, okay. Okay. You're six for four. Okay. All right, your next question is going to come to you. Uh, it's your base deck question. It is going to come to you from the trivia man himself, Liger. What Electro-type Pokemon has the highest special defense of all Electro-type Pokemon? Oh, those don't have high special defense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not Regilecki. Is it Mega Ampharos? Um, Mega Ampharos might be up there. I'm thinking, I'm thinking. Mega Ampharos is the special defense. Yeah. Like electric types in general. I'm right. trying to think of what new electric types we have because it's not the Palmy line. Right. Uh, it might be. I don't think it's Iron Thorns. I know it's not Iron Hands. Right. Uh, oh, Maridon you're thinking about. Might, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. Maridon's all speed. Like, I don't think it's Maridon, but the one I think it might be is Sandy Shocks. Mm. 
because Magneton has an okay special defense. Okay. Like it has good speed and good special attack. But if you but I feel like Sandy Shocks it's more of an offensive one version. It is very offensive, but it so. also just has a lot of stats. And um, electric types do not have that high of special defense, I don't think. Right. In general, so, yeah. Might get up there, but I think probably Mega Ampros is a better bet. Uh yeah, because I mean Ampharos is known for its special attack, I guess. Uh everything else Mega Ampharos has like a really high special attack. It right. does not have speed. It doesn't you have, do have your hint. It has much attack. You do have your hint if you need it. Or you go for broke. We'll uh, use a hint. Yeah, uh, this is <laughs> Oh man. Actually if I give you this okay. Um <laughs> this is this is it's either it's gonna be too easy or it's gonna lead you down the wrong path, and I haven't decided. Um so, uh this is uh this is a dragon electric type. What? Okay, so it's between hmm. <laughs> there there are three of those. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll tell you they're all in the top five too. I believe that because they're they all are. in the top five. They're all in the because top five. Because legends just randomly get, yeah, there's like a hundred-ish stat there. It's fine. Right. Because <laughs> Zekrom's the other answer. Right. But uh, it might be Maridon. Want to try Maridon? I guess, yeah. Let's go with Maridon. Maridon is correct. Oof. Uh, Maridon's got a base 115. Uh, in second, you have Mega Ampharos with 110. Uh, okay, okay, I know. Then you've got got all of the Rotom forms uh, with 107. Oh, I forgot Um, about those. And then you've got Raikou and Zekrom, both with 100. Um, (laughs) And you've got Stunfisk uh, with uh, 99. Um, Electric types are not known for their special. uh, I feel like Zapdos is probably coming up. Yeah, I do not know the answer because I feel like it's like a ninety-five. The, or the only other comment I have is that Bellybolt only has eighty-three, surprisingly, which is one lower than Iron Thornton's at eighty-four. <laughs> um, that was the other note I was wow. given. So you guys I think get the Bellybolt is a special defensive tank. So that gives you guys that gives you guys seven points, and I raced to forty though. Woo! Um, I know that's going to change up the standings. Maybe I don't actually know. Um, we're going to find out here in a moment. All right. Let me click that button. We're going to sort. All right. In first place, we have Shark Finnegan with 19 points. In second place, Sublime with 17. Third place, Whimsicott with 16. Fourth place is a tie between Linian and Seth Vilo at 14. Sixth place is Jushiro with 13. Uh, in seventh place, it's a tie between Basket and R Sigma with uh, 12. In ninth place, it's a tie between Mark and Claude, nine with eight. And in 11th, we've got Shamu with five. First to 40 wins the thing. Yeah. Uh, it's still anybody's game because, like, everybody's still pretty close. It's still pretty tight. Right. So you can you can still win it, Jushiro. I believe in you. <laughs> I believe in myself, too. All right. Well, on that note, guys, we're going to kick it on over to the topic. We have another review. This one is going to be from Spartan THX 117. Five stars, longtime listener. First, and the first time I've ever written a review for a podcast, I first started listening to your podcast when driving to meet my girlfriend on the weekends when neither of us had to work. Since then, we've moved in together and become engaged. The both of us have been playing Pokemon since we were kids, and we have both listened to your podcast when traveling or working around the house together. 
We may not score too well on the quiz part, but we always enjoy the topics and conversation between the host and guest. Keep doing what you're doing. Well, thank you for that, and congrats on the engagement. If you would like your review read on the show, leave one, and it might be read. Until then, guys, we're going to kick it on over to the topic. Welcome to our topic. Our topic today is going to be DLC speculation. I really kind of want to do it because we got that anime episode this week where they showed us a new Pokemon for the first time. Well, new Pokemon in quotes. I, I could see a pre-evo for Terrapagos existing and then we get Terrapagos based on the turtle. I wonder if there's more. I don't know. Like, I really hope it's not like a Zygarde Cell issue because we never really got Zygarde Cells for realsies in the game. At least as usable Pokemon. You could collect them. You could collect them, but it, I don't know. It just it isn't as fun. It's not the same. It's not. Yeah, it's the, not the same. As long as it's not a Manaphy. Uh, Manaphy? What do you mean by Manaphy issue? Where it's like a baby that never actually evolves into it. That's a baby that doesn't oh. even actually evolve to it. Oh, you mean like Fiona? Fiona? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that's going to be the case. I think Fiona is a very odd duck that will never be repeated. Yeah. It has been recognized as a mistake. Yeah, <laughs> Fiona is absolutely a mistake. 1,000% a mistake. I mean, actually, that's not completely true because Meltan now exists, but... You know. uh, <laughs> Mel Meltan will eventually, in my belief, just evolve with the Thunderstone. <laughs> One day. <laughs> One day. <laughs> One day, Meltan will just evolve with the Thunderstone. <laughs> because there's even, there's like evolution data in the games for it. Like there, there is, like it has an evolution move, like every other Pokemon does. So like, there, there must have been a plan, at least at some point, to let Meltan evolve into Melmetal in the game. <laughs> uh, because I think it's absolutely stupid to lock it to Pokemon Go. There is no reason to do that. Especially since you can't send it back. You can't send it back. Yeah, because you can't send it back. You, they should not. Uh, they should not lock it like that. That is inappropriate, in my personal opinion. So hopefully they fix that. But I don't know. Yeah. So, but DLC is is very exciting. I mean, we've talked about it when it was announced. You know, a month and a half ago. We haven't really touched on it since, um, because there's a lot of good goodies here in terms of you know things to talk about. Like, what is the teal mask? Why are we there? I know it's based on some legend of the peach and what is it called momotaro momotaro Mo what is momotaro please explain uh it's a japanese folklore tale it it's also where like dragon ball gets its original like really idea from i believe right okay. mm. i don't know anything about dragon ball i'm gonna be completely honest with you i might be misstating that one but okay. it's about uh momotaro there's a dog a bird and a monkey yes uh, in... i which is what what it, okie dokie monkey dory and pheasantipity is yeah and then I guess then I guess you're the boy who is hanging out, boy slash girl. You're the you're the child. You're the Momotaro. You're the Momotaro. Momotaro. Yes. Um. Yeah. Uh. We'll see. We'll see. But it's uh. I yeah. So that's the teal mask, and then of course we've got you know I think the bigger, more exciting one, which is the indigo the indigo disc. But because the the indigo disc is where you actually do stuff with Terrapagos, which I assume we'll explain more about Area Zero than anything yeah. else. Hopefully, I mean it's in the book. It should. Yeah, uh, yeah. I like the teal mask. Feels kind of out of nowhere. The teal mask kind of feels like out of nowhere, in my personal opinion. But yeah, uh, it just it kind of feels uh, weird that the teal, the indigo disc, like to the teal mask is there, and they're just like, oh, by the way, we're just going to Japan again. <laughs> so the teal mask to me feels like uh, we need to go to a Japanese themed region so we can kind of make an excuse to give you the pokemon from legends arceus in game uh probably to some i don't think that's the excuse i like i wouldn't i wouldn't expect that to be the design choice per se uh but it does make sense if that is w where we get them because i mean 
Isle of Armor, we ended up getting the Alolan Pokemon. So that's why. That's why true. I that's true. Uh, I mean, to be fair, we also got like Bruxish just like randomly in uh, in <laughs> Scarlet and Base Scarlet and Violet, which I'm perfectly fine with, by the way. I'm excited that they're willing to put Pokemon in like that because I don't I don't think there should be any Pokemon left behind. Yeah. Poor Furfru. Hmm. Furfru requires a lot of work to get going. Right. And Furfru yeah. is a star in Go. <laughs> yeah, poor Furfru. <laughs> it's really hard to put a hat on a fruit. It's fine. Yes. It already has too many hats. <laughs> That's true. That's true. You can't put a hat on a hat. That's just a football. That's why we don't have wheezing. I don't know if you saw this, by the way, like it, like in the speculation for this. Um, in uh, So in the teal mask, they have like their little image where like it looks like the main characters are like both scared of probably Ogre Pawn or something. Um, but you have all the Japanese lanterns uh, on the side. And so there's speculation. And I, I don't disagree with the speculation that both uh, that there's going to be like a special form that goes along with each of them. Because like it's obvious that Okidogi is a grass type, Monkey Dory is a water type, and Pheasantipity is a fire type, um, based on their colorings and Pokemon being unoriginal and their their designs like that. Uh, <laughs> but on all of the lanterns, there's actually pictures of uh, just like types on the lanterns. Like there's a fire, there's a grass, there's a water. Um, but not all eighteen types are represented. There's also a ghost type. There's a fighting type and a poison type. I believe there's a couple more psychic and fairy. I see as well as rock. Yeah, there's only there's only nine types though shown, and not all eighteen. Interesting. Which some people are trying to speculate might be that when they terrestrialize, they get special forms or something like that. Um, or maybe they're already dual types. I don't know. I don't think they've actually said what types they are in in the pre-release yet, in the information yet. They have not. No, uh, it's pretty evident by just by the looking at them. Yeah, coloration wise. Yeah, by the coloration, it's very obvious they're water, grass, and fire. Like I, I have no doubt in my mind that that will be what right. happens. But I mean, they have given us like no information to really go off the story, uh, other than less like we're gonna go chase down Ogre Pond because he got loose or something. Ogre Pond also has like a crystal on his mask as well. So the other speculation is that maybe Ogre Pond like stole a crystal from Area Zero, which is how it ties into the hidden tre- treasure of Area Zero, mm-hmm. which is the name of this set of DLC. Uh, also, them naming the set of DLC, I find very interesting. By the way, yeah, mm-hmm. I find I find that in itself very interesting because it makes me feel like there's going to be another set of DLC that has a different name. Because when we got the DLC for Scarlet or, or not Scarlet for Sword and Shield, it was just like this is the Isle of Armor, and this one is the uh, uh, this one is the Crown Tundra, and they both have two very distinct logos um, and all that jazz. And here. We have one logo for both, which mm. I, I find very interesting. It is very suspect. It is, it is as the children would say these days, sus. <laughs> right. <laughs> I do find that interesting. I want, I want to see. I want to know. I want to know. Could this be the Pokemon game that fixes everything? Oh, are we waiting for that for a long time, aren't we? <laughs> the real reason is that Tapu Koko is still too strong to put in even DLC 2. <laughs> <laughs> Tapu Koko is just going to be that good when it shows up. Oh, no. Up. If Tapu Koko shows up, like, it's going to be bad. Yeah. Like, I, I am terrified for the day that Tapu Koko enters the if, game. If Tapu Koko gets, comes in this game, it's going to be bad. <laughs> very, very scary things happen if Tapu Koko shows yeah. up. Because Kunkurchin is just that bad. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, all of the uh, all of the um, Paradox Mons from Violet just get that much better. It's like, I'm... I'm surprised they're giving us Ninetales, but then again, like, Ninetales isn't that good. Torkoal might be better. <laughs> I am not shocked that they are giving us Ninetales whatsoever. 
Um, and not because not because of meta reasons, but because Alolan Nine Tails exists. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, oh, I'm looking forward to Alolan Nine Tails with snow. I that is going to be so fun. Alolan Nine Tails just like sells. Like, th- okay, the Alolan Nine Tails is, uh, is Game Freak's like favorite Pokemon. Is one of like the top five Pokemon at Game Freak. I swear. Yeah, it's right under Charizard. It, it it honestly is though. It honestly is. I'm not going to disagree with that statement. Mm-hmm. The the ranking order goes Pikachu, Charizard, Alolan, Ninetales, Mewtwo. Right. That, that's how. It, that's the packing order over there. It's uh no no. Eevee is like in that mix somewhere. Too. Oh yeah yeah. yeah you're right. You're right. Pikachu, Eevee, Charizard. Yes. Eevee's Alolan, in that mix. Ninetales, Mewtwo. Don't yeah. don't 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 forget Eevee. <laughs> no, don't. Forget. How dare how you? I? How could you? Let's go Eevee. <laughs> Well, they should bring Bouncing Bubble back, so I don't forget Eevee anymore. You know. mm. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yeah, because like, Alolan Vulpix shows up in Legends Arceus. It's the only Alolan Pokemon to show up in that game. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, it's also, okay, so like, they didn't bring any Alolan Pokemon back in the TCG, except for Alolan Vulpix. <laughs> and during the Sword and Shield block, they brought back Alolan Vulpix right at the end and made it the only V Pokemon that is a Pokemon that has an evolution. Wow. The only V Star, I should say. Not V, but um, the right. only V Star Pokemon that has an evolution is Alolan's Vulpix V Star. Of course. Uh, it's actually an okay card, too. Like, it's not terrible. <laughs> it, sees, it sees play still. It does see play. Yeah. It's okay. Arceus pile, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's in a, it's in like an Arceus flying Pikachu Alolan Vulpix pile because the Alolan Vulpix stops most things with abilities and then the flying Pikachu stops all basics. Um, and. And so it's uh they they work well well together. You just go like one mode or the other. It's uh it's a time. Uh it's a time. Yeah. But yeah, I mean there's a lot. I mean I I am excited for Pokémon to come back as I always will be. But I mean we also have the Indigo Disc where for some reason you're going to a different school and I don't understand why. Yeah, maybe like some exchange student that's going to be the plot uh, exchange student situation. Well, that is I think that's what it's supposed that to be. That is the plot. That is the plot. You become, it literally says the story, you continues to become an exchange student and visit the Blueberry Academy, which is interesting again. Okay, hear me out. Blueberry isn't in Spanish. It's just Blueberry. Right. It's also- saying we're going to a Unova. I'm saying we're going to a Unova-ish thing. Ish. Mm. I'm going to say ish. But also think about Black and White 2. There was also an underwater city, which the Blueberry Academy is supposed to be like this underwater place. Yeah, there's the ancient ruins, and there's the marine yeah, tube. There's the marine tube. That's kind of what I'm thinking. But it, I think Blueberry Academy was also supposed to be like underwater or something. That's what I thought. Yeah, I just realized that I do not know the Spanish word for blueberry. That shocks me, actually, for, coming from you. Right. <laughs> it will. Yeah. It's as American as blueberry. <laughs> wow, arandano. Never in my life. That is not what the Academy's called. It's called Blueberry. So I'm saying something's going on. Never in my life. And that's my main language. Have I ever heard Blueberry in Spanish? And I've <laughs> never heard the word Arandano. Wow. Okay. Yeah. In the Indigo Disc, you will travel to your Academy's sister school, the Blueberry Academy, as an exchange student. Unlike your Academy, with its long and storied history, Blueberry Academy is a school that was established in recent years, and its curriculum puts a particular emphasis on Pokemon battling. Most surprising of all is the fact that most of the school's building is located under the ocean. You'll take part in classes, interact with local students, and experience school life in this unusual academy. I kind of want to make a joke that it was probably founded by Blue, despite the fact that his Japanese name was green because of the set of Kaiba and Dual Academy reference. I really want there to be like another set of DLC that's all based on the color green, by the way. 
Yeah, it would be amazing. Because, like, we have teal and indigo, right? And so, like, we could go a little bit farther to the to the other side of the spect- color spectrum, right? And we get something that's, like, mm-hmm. a little bit more green-yellow and uh, a little, just more green in general. Yeah. I think we can get, like... Well, I, want, I don't want to say Emerald Academy, because then it, like, makes... In- people are going to be like, where's the Battle Frontier, Thatch? Right. <laughs> we can have the Avocado Academy. Well, I think, it, I mean, if they, they're also, like, making hints at, like, past regions as well. Like, Kitakami, like, the, the region for the Teal Mask is definitely based on, like, more of the Japanese regions we've had in the past. And then Blueberry Academy, I could totally see being, like, related to Unova to some extent. For So, like, we still have, like, more regions. Like, we have Alola. We have, I mean, I guess maybe Blueberry Academy would be close to Alola as well. I mean... I could see Blueberry being, like, a mix between Galar and... Uh, I mean, we could say Galar gets its own thing as well. Galar doesn't need its own thing. No, uh, <laughs> it's fine. You're not wrong, Sigma. We we were just there. It's already on the Switch. We don't need to talk about it. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, we could go to Galar. I mean, there's still Kalos to be talked about. Yeah, what everyone expected for the DLC. Yeah, I... Right, because it's the geographical closest one. I Well, and they, like, gray out the part of the map. They, like gray it out okay right. they make it they make it so suspicious like it's right there <laughs> we know it's there i don't even say we go to Kalos. we go to like you know the equivalent of like the sojo ruins or whatever they were called yeah like a little piece of the ruins that is like right between the two regions that there's just some land right between the two influences of both yeah you, you know you find a megastone right there's a there's a 50 percent zygarde there because you know <laughs> why not why not any excuse is a good excuse. You only found 50% of it in Kalos. Like, it has to be somewhere. Okay, okay, to be fair, they haven't, like, announced anything that's, like, very, like, Crown Tundra, you know, where it's, like, all very heavily based on legendaries. They haven't they announced, haven't anything. announced anything, though. <laughs> that That's, like, kind that Okay, that's kind of true. I don't disagree with you. Like, I feel like we're, we need a new trailer just to tell us what's happening. <laughs> uh, that's true. I don't understand why, like, the Indigo disc, how that ties into Terrapagos. Like, essentially, right. they're just like, hey, here's another Elite Four. And then they're just like, ah, but what if uh, <laughs> you also discovered these secrets of Area Zero? Like, how 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 would you guys I... think that ties into Area Zero? Yeah, it's like, we're going away from the region, but we're going to call it based on the center of the region. Well, okay, so so Kitakami, I can totally see, just based on the mask on Ogre Pond. Like, Ogre Pond's mask? Oh, yeah, like, it stole something. Like, there's a crystal. It stole something from Area Zero. Like, that's my 1,000% belief, and you're going to use, you know, your new mm. friends, Okie-Dokie, Monkey-Torian, Pheasantipity, to mm. go get the mask. I mean, they look sinister in that, despite being called Heroes of the Region. So I'm wondering if th- it, they're corrupted, maybe? They could be. Okie-Dokie looks like he's more evil than Incineroar. Right. I wonder if they've got different forms or something as well. I don't know. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. I... I, I was kind of expecting more Pokemon that weren't just, like, legendary-ish, you know? Yeah. I'm still hoping for more Paradox, but... Well, there could be more Paradox. I could 1,000% see that. I, like, Walking Awake and Iron Leaves definitely were supposed to be part of the base game, right? Like... Right. I feel like they were. I mean, maybe they were supposed to be, like, how they distributed them, but I feel like they were probably supposed... No, you know what? No. No, I think I, Walking Awake and Iron Leaves are definitely still going to be in, like, the DLC. Oh, yeah, I think you'll be able to find more of them. I think you'll be able to find them in the DLC for sure. Right. I, I think, right, the way they did it now is just to get them out there. Because I, I do like the way they did Walking Wake and Iron Leaves, in all honesty, because 
we had that like month and a half of speculation of like what are these pokemon going to look like and then we got it and then it just it just opens up more questions mm-hmm. i really like that because i'm still a big proponent of it's all just the professor's imagination theory oh really yeah oh uh, did, did you not hear about this jushiro no i have not I do not believe that any of the Paradox Pokemon are actually from the past or from the future. Oh, okay. I believe that all of the Pokemon are just the thoughts or just like the dreams of somebody and then Terrapagos or whatever made them real. Ooh. I do not believe the time machine is a time machine. No, the time machine is probably not a it time is, machine. I do not think it is a time machine. Okay, okay. I believe it is the imagination because it's like what somebody thinks like – because you look at like all of the reading, uh, like all of like the uh, if you read all of the culture books in the game, right? These are just made up of. In, in the case of Slitherwing, it, they they say very blatantly in the book. It's like a rather scientific thing for that to say, uh, considering everything else like the culture magazines say. Yeah, but what it says is, uh, it says Slitherwing is supposed to be Volcarona of you know X number million years ago. However, there's never been a fo- fossil. There's nothing in the fossil record. <laughs> There's nothing in the fossil record that shows Volcarona live that live that far back. Fascinating. Okay. And then, like, apparently Screamtail's a billion years old, so before multicellular life existed. Stuff like that. So I, I'm very certain that these are just made up and, like, what the professor thought, or maybe not the professor, but maybe Heath thought yeah. Pokemon from the past looked like. Okay. Part of me think, part of me still believes that the, uh, the riding Pokemon that you get in the game is Heath's Cyclozar. Yeah, it's Heath Cyclozar, and he thought about turning it into the past form or something like that, or mm-hmm. the future form. I, I am wondering. There there has to be some connection to that, because there is something special about Maridon and Coridon specifically, too, right? Because they could only get two of them, remember? Uh, mm-hmm. In the story, they specifically say you can only get, they could, they tried to get more than, more than one, or more than two Coridon or Maridon, and they couldn't. Um, so, like, something's, something's going on there. Something's going on. Something's going on. So it's, uh, there's something going on with, I, I definitely think it's there. I wonder if we'll meet Heath in some that shape would be or form. Like, could you imagine, like, he's kind of like AZ and he just keeps living after a while? I could yeah. see something like that or, like, maybe a message that he left on or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Clive is just Heath. <laughs> they, they, that's my, just, that's what I'm just determining. Clive is just Heath. We never saw it coming. Everyone thought he was Clavel. But no, yeah. He was Heath. He was he. Well, that would be like the biggest twist in all of Pokemon, by the way. Like we had this really goofy thing going, and then he just becomes like this super serious <laughs> member of the plot. Uh, I would love that so much. Wouldn't that be great? It's like everyone's like, "Yeah, who could this be?" Everyone's like, "It's clearly Clavel." And they're like, "No, nah, it wasn't Clavel the entire time. It was wasn't his own character. <laughs> <laughs> it was his brother." Oh, and Heath. <laughs> it was Heath, his ancestor. It was Heath. It was Heath the entire time. Huzzah! Now, I like I I do I do expect us to like meet to some extent in the DLC. Oh no, they did such a good job with the story and mm-hmm. the cliffhanger that's associated with it. Mm-hmm. I I can't even be mad. I really do hope they give me more DLC too, because like I just really like Pokemon DLC. Yes, definitely. I, I we said this before many times, but definitely the superior version. Well, yeah, even that, I, okay, so, like, I really just hope they just keep doing this. Like, give me more. Like, I, I, like, Isle of Armor and Crown Tundra were great. They were a good step. I want new Pokemon. Like, new non-legends. I just want, like, and I think this one's great, too. But, like, I just want more. You know what I mean? Like, give me, give me four packages of DLC. Yes. Uh, My body is ready for this, Nintendo. 
Yes. Yeah, and then you can then you can have uh, a nice little black and white remake that's faithful, and no one's going to complain about it because they have DLC they're playing. <laughs> yeah, they just let Ilka pl- make make it while they release another DLC, which is fine. And I'm sure the DLC makes them a ton of money. Oh yeah. Like there's no there's no way the DLC is doing worse than a third version. Yeah, I could see this one not having sold very well yet, just because it's so far out and they haven't told it. Well, yeah, not yet, but I'm sure the adoption rate. But yeah, once it comes out, I feel like it's going to be very popular. Oh, for sure. (sighs) Like it just takes another trailer. I think. Like once you show another trailer Mm -hmm. of us actually playing the game in the DLC, I think it works out very well. Yeah, I I mean they obviously delayed it like a little bit because it's not on the same timeline as like Isle of Armor and Crown Tundra were. Mm -hmm. So. It, it, they're obviously like working on it and finishing it up and tidying it up. Yeah, I'm very excited for it though. Oh, I can't wait! I can't wait! I can't wait! I know it's so exciting, isn't it? Yes, it's so exciting, and I can't wait to see like the new Pokemon co- or the old Pokemon come back too. I don't know. It always makes the game feel like more complete when there's a lot of them as opposed to just 400. Like I think 400 is a good deck size for people to finish. I think it's a good starting deck size if you're going to have DLC. I think it's a good starting deck size if you're going to have a DLC, but I would love to see a Pokemon game where we get like six or seven hundred right off the bat. Like I would, I would, I would, especially with like how they did, did it in Scarlet and Violet. It was so much fun to just go and finish it. Yeah. uh, 600, uh, uh, the, uh, the base and then each DLC adds a hundred. Uh, yeah, that's about what they're, well, they're adding a hundred to each DLC now. And I think it's honestly artificially limited to some extent, but. Um, yeah, I better get Tentacool. Tentacool better come back. <laughs> I'm kind of surprised that we got both Diglett and Wiglet, but we didn't get Toad's Cool and Tentacool. I think it's because in the code, like, t- Toad's Cool and Toad's Cruel are labeled as Gyarados 1. And- We're like a Magikarp originally or something. Yeah, they're supposed to be like a Gyarados or a Magikarp. That I hope we see. Show us, please. <laughs> I, I would love another, like, okay, so this is just how they're trying to... Okay, so the the only thing that gets me about Divergent and Convergent Evolutions is, like, they're 100% doing this so that they don't lock themselves in to having to put every form of every Pokemon in the games. I'm okay with it, though. That's why they're doing it. That's why they're doing it, because that way, in a future game, if they put Tentacool in, we don't have to have Toadschool. Right. Yeah. Like, they don't have to be like, they don't have to be like, oh, here's Paldean Tentacool, and put that in. That's literally the only reason. Same with Wiglet. They were just like, they were just like, we didn't want to have to put in Paldean Wig- Diglett uh into every game like we have to put a lolan diglet in every game now and yet maybe that's why we don't get meowths anymore i don't know why they did galarian meowth i'm still befuddled by that thing existing <laughs> it could have it could have been a skitty it could have been a skitty no one oh noticed. that's true yeah it could have been a skitty. i have no idea why they're just like what if we did meowth again Right. Well, maybe put Meowth in that list of top five Pokemon that... Uh, it's number six now. Uh, number <laughs> yeah. six. Well, they'd already given it, like, its own G-Max form, and, like, Meowth yeah. is, like... <laughs> Meowth has so many things. Yep. I mean, I understand why. Just because, again, the anime, but, like, the amount of, like, Gen 1 stuff that happens. And he's a cat. Everyone loves cat. I'm kind of surprised Snorlax got as much as it did with a G-Max and its own Z-Crystal, like... We need to make a, uh, we we need to, like, have an episode where we come up with, like, Game Freak's favorite Pokemon and, like, rank them. <laughs> right, yeah. These are Game Freak's favorite Pokemon. Uh, this is our opinion of them. <laughs> that's not a bad, so, yeah. I, that sounds, that sounds, that sounds like a good episode. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Greninja's at, like, the bottom of the top, just because <laughs> they don't want to add. Like, they want to add it, but they also don't. Greninja, Greninja's definitely there. Uh, Lucario's there. Oh, Lucario, yep. Mewtwo. Garchomp. 
Yeah, I don't think Garchomp's there. No, I don't think Garchomp. Okay, this is for a different episode, but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, the DLC's just so confusing to me. I guess we didn't talk too much speculation in terms of like how it's going to go down because there's no way to speculate on things like that. No, yeah. I mean, it's interesting that you can go to Katakuri at any point. It, it's very, that's still very similar to the way they handle Crown Tundra. Like, you could go to Crown Tundra, but you couldn't do anything. You wouldn't there. have a good time. One, you get, <laughs> well, actually, like, the speedruns are you go there and get a legendary, or you don't even get a legendary Pokemon. There's, like, guides for almost, for a lot of Pokemon you can just get at level 65 and run through the story with. Right. That makes sense. Which was kind of broken. That <laughs> makes sense broken. to me. I mean, yeah, and then for those of you who are unaware, you can also go and look up the full list of Pokemon that are coming back because they forgot to put Dex entries in for them. So, uh, uh, have fun with that. Uh, have fun with that. I actually haven't looked too much at that. I, just I have. I isn't in. Yeah, I know what isn't I've, in, and it's not that much, actually. Uh, it's like, I know what hasn't, or I know what isn't in in reference to the rest of the uh, Pokemon that haven't been in other things yet. Yeah, I know. I know the very small list of Pokemon that have not made it onto a Switch game. Which is, which, the fact that it still exists annoys me very much so. <laughs> it, it annoys me. Like, it's, oh my gosh, you sure? It's like, I kid you not, 10 Pokemon. <laughs> I swear to God. Oh my God. Uh, not 10, but it's like, uh. It's like 20? It's, it's less than 20. It's less wow. than 20. Which I think it was, what, 53, 63 before Scarlet Violet? So. It was 60. It was 60. So they're down to 15 now. Um, wow. spoilers, but not really. Six of them right. are the elemental monkeys. Ugh, good. Uh, <laughs> Hope they never come back. Six of them are the elemental monkeys, so like... My understanding is if there is a black and white remake, the number is very, very, very low. Uh, that's my understanding. <laughs> it, no, if there is a black and white remake, the understanding is that we're missing Furfru. <laughs> <laughs> that, that would be very, very, very low, yes. <laughs> that is what we're missing. We can't put hats on hats. That's just how it is. <laughs> Man, if if we go through the whole Switch lifetime, though, and we still haven't, like, in Furfro still missing, I am genuinely going to be slightly <laughs> upset, actually. Like, come on, you miss, because they missed just one. Yeah. Somebody enjoys Furfro. Somebody enjoys Furfro. And I think you should be able to catch every Pokemon on the Switch. That is true. I do agree with that. I think every Pokemon should be able to connect to a game uh, in home. In both yeah. being able to go to and going to go back to it. Right. Mm -hmm. I do not think there should be a Pokemon that gets quote unquote trapped in home. Yeah. For Fro. <laughs> What's the worst part is you can put forms of Fur Fro into. Yeah, into home, but it, it has to come from Go. Uh... Yeah, it has to come from Go. So it's a trading commodity there and yeah. it's awful. Yes. <laughs> like they destroyed the Vivian economy because that used to yes. be a thing. <laughs> Yes. I like the way they handle Vivian, though. Like, if you want to do Pokemon Go integration, I think the way they handle Vivian is 1000% the way to do it. Yeah. That was a very good integration. I Wait, And for those of you who are unaware, um, because maybe it's been a while since the Pokemon presents uh, a month and a half ago, but uh, the way they have it is you get postcards from people when you play Pokemon Go. And you use, you can import those poke, you save the postcards and you can import them into Scarlet and Violet. And based on those postcards, you can find Vivian that come from that region. Um, which is a very, very cool way to do it. Yeah, no, I agree. Oh, it's great. It was very smart on their part. I am. I think it is very cool. I'm a fan. No, oh, I'm a huge fan of it. I'm going to Greece next month, so. Oh, send me a, send me a gift. Absolutely. I said a lot of people are guests from South Korea, so. I imagine that. That's probably the same Vivian region as Whimsicott's but yeah. Oh, okay. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I just assume that's the case. Yeah. But yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it, yeah, the way they handled that was done very well. So we'll see. 
But yeah, I guess it's turned into more than a uh, DLC topic, but more on like the state of Pokemon where we want it to go. Uh, and we, we want to see. Um, all right. So uh, with that said, I think this is a great place to wrap it up. Uh, and I'm going to go ahead, wrap it up. And we're going to go ahead and kick it on over to the Pokemon of the episode. We'll catch you on the flip flop. <laughs> Welcome to the Pokemon of the episode. Our Pokemon of the episode today is going to be National Dex number 970, Glamora, the Ore Pokemon. It's Pokemon Violet, Pokedex entry reads. Glamora's petals are made of crystallized poison energy. It has recently become evident that these petals resemble Terra Jewels. It looks like the great weapon. I'm just saying it looks like the great weapon. It does look like the great weapon, actually, yeah. It also is how you make the tm terra blast it so. is uh there there's definitely a connection there that isn't there um so the craziest theory i've heard and this is before the dlc announcement is mm. that uh the uh who's the who's the league champion what's her name oh my gosh it's i'm blanking on it uh, greta gita 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 um there's that she is actually the she's actually like terrapagos that, that's uh, a bit much yeah uh, it's a and big uh, she, that's why she has a glamora uh because she like she's obsessed with area zero because she is area zero or something like that i don't know i do like mocking her team though because she has a king gambit that comes out early and a glamora that comes out late and that's mm. the opposite of how you should be using it right <laughs> that's yeah. not how it should be used <laughs> oh wow i haven't actually looked at glamora stats i am actually very impressed with it um, it's not bad. It's not yeah, bad. I'm actually very impressed with this. Uh, 83 HP. This is a Pokemon that I thought was going to be more like bulky, just like a rock that sits there. It is not. Oh my gosh. Um, 83 HP, uh, 55 attack. Um, 83 HP is okay. 90 defense, which is okay. 130 special attack. What? what? Yeah, that's, yeah. Um, 81 special defense and then 86 speed. Like, this is actually, like, this is on par with, like, Gardevoir. Right, it's like mm-hmm. uh, usable. This is this is like as just like a Pokemon. This is a Gardevoir. What is going wow. on? I uh, uh, because it, it it does have the uh, it does have the toxic debris ability, which when it gets hit, it lays spikes down or toxic right. spikes, I should say. Um, and then you've also got corrosion as the hidden ability, but I think one of these things is not like the other. Uh, toxic debris is a very degenerate ability. Yeah, I like toxic debris a lot better. In all honesty, so. Yeah, definitely keep it there. But uh, yeah, we've got a lot of. Uh, I mean, it's it's a rock poison type, which is also a weird type in and of itself. Right. Uh, it only has like three weaknesses or four weaknesses, four weaknesses, and not not all of them are common. Minus like ground, which is the times four, um, and it gives it a good chunk of resistances. One of them being bug, but who isn't resistant to bug? And <laughs> <laughs> right though, am I wrong? Am I mm. wrong? <laughs> uh. I mean, then you've got fire, you're resistant to fairy, you're resistant to flying, resistant to normal, a lot of moves that people are using. Um, I bet ground, steel, water, and psychic are your weaknesses. But, I mean, it, it's pretty right. good. Uh, unfortunately, there's no card, good card for it in the TCG yet. Is it even in the TCG yet? I don't think it is. Actually. It's in the next set, I think. It's in the next set. I think it's in Paldea Evolved. Um, yeah, I don't think it's out yet, unfortunately. And I don't, I haven't heard of it being like a game changer. Also, they didn't make it a dark type. They made it a fighting type. Womp womp. Womp womp. Uh, oh, it's one of these, though, that has the ability when this Pokemon is knocked out, flip a coin. If heads, your opponent can't take any prize cards. 
Oh, nice. I do like that. It's a degenerate card. Cool. I like those, though. Yeah. Uh, And for one fighting energy, poisonous petals, your opponent's active poke. It's probably going to change names. You know what? You know what? Do you know the worst translation that made me really upset recently was? Um, and I'm sure you'll agree with me, Sigma. It was the uh, Scovillain that came out. Oh. It was called like Yeehaw Blast or something in Japanese. Um, and they changed it to something like completely tame in English. And I was like, oh, man, I wanted it to be like Yeehaw Blast. Um, uh, but Poisonous Petals, your opponent's active Pokemon is now poisoned. Uh, during oh. your Pokemon checkup, put six damage counter poke damage counters on that Pokemon instead of one. What? Wow! There's going to be a deck with this card. Um, and the, I was going to say, I'm sure there will be a poison deck at some point. There's going to be, there's going to be a deck. I don't think it's going to be good. I don't think it's going to be good. But there's going to be, and you play it with Radiant Sneasler, and that's eight damage counters in between turns. <laughs> wow! Mm-hmm. That's eight damage counters between turns. Basket, you know what to do. Uh, you play this with like Clara or something. Oh man, you could actually build a deck with this. You could actually build a deck. That's <laughs> kind of, I can see a deck with this. <laughs> there is a world. There is a world where this deck will work and function. Or just annoy someone on the left. One of the two. Right. Yes. Yes. Uh, no, it's not going it's not going to like win a regional, but it will be fun. Uh all right. But we're here to talk about a team for VGC. Um we have VGC this week. Not every week, but Yeah. We do have a Glamora. Uh, it's going to be paired up with a bunch of guys. Um, this team is actually really cute. I actually really like this team, and I can understand how it works, which is honestly the first time I could say that for Gen 9 VGC. After <laughs> playing with it and looking at it, I understand mm-hmm. like the basics of how the team works. Do I understand the EV spreads? Absolutely not. Um, but do I understand how the team itself works? Absolutely. Right. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, you have, a gl- you have Glamora on this team, and you start Glamora every time you start. Um, because Glamora has the Toxic Debris ability. You're running Assault Vest, so you're especially defensive. Um, it does have the Terra-type Grass, so you can actually soak up those Earthquakes if you need to. Um, EVs, I don't even know if I should say them, but 244 HP, 188 uh, Defense, 20 Special Attack, 52 Special Defense, and 4 Speed. Bold Nature, um, hmm. it's got Power Gem for Stab, Earth Power for uh, Ground Coverage, Mortal Spin, uh, which is actually a move I didn't realize it had until recently because I didn't go through the game with a Glamora, and I think I should now based on its stats. Right. Uh, <laughs> uh, it, it's uh, Mortal Spin is a 30 base power poison type move. It's essentially rapid spin, but it hits both targets and it poisons 100% of the time. Wow. <laughs> uh, what? Uh, We've been missing out. To be fair. It is a physical move. It is a so physical move on the Glamora. Dealing damage. No, you're not no. dealing a lot, but it's enough to like you're break breaking, a sash. It's a break a right. sash. Right, you're gonna break a sash and you're gonna poison them, and that poison's gonna be what does the damage. No, the poison's the, the okay. The poison's big because of the partner that we're gonna talk about in a second. But it also has energy ball because I guess you need four moves, and that's decent type coverage. Um, so you've also got Wo Chien on this team because we're allowed to have the ruinous. Uh, quartet on the teams now wo chien is definitely the least favorite of all of them <laughs> but but he is memeable but he like uh, this isn't a meme this is good i'm not calling this a meme i think this is i mean okay so in terms of stats no, no, on I peak mean, analytics like, well, he's like he's still usable i think he's still at like 16 percent i think um, he's in the top 15 yeah, yeah I, he's still very he's still very usable um he's holding leftovers because he's a bulky boy um, he's got the tablets of ruin power, which decreases the a uh, the attack of Pokemon on the field. Correct? Yeah, it's attack. Yes. Well, Jan um, is the attack dropper. And then 
I always get them mixed up. I think Qian Pao is defense. Qi Yu is yep. uh, Qi Yu is special defense, and um, Ting Lu is Ting Lu. special attack. Ting Lu is special attack. Yeah. Um, and then okay, good. I got them right. Two fifty two HP. Two fifty two defense. Four speed. This is a spread I can get behind. Um, bold nature because you're just gonna be a bulky boy. Um, terra type is water. Um, you are running foul play, so you can do some damage. But the magic here is that you're playing support. Um, and you're also not dying because you just leech seed everybody who's probably poisoned from the Glamora, um, right. either from the toxic debris or from the, the mortal spin. And then you just protect and you just hold on for your dear life. And you can pollen <laughs> puff, you can pollen puff your partner, um, to keep them alive as well. This is, this team sounds so much fun. Yeah. Um, just based on these two Pokemon alone. I don't think you'd ever pair them up, but I do think they're a lot of fun. <laughs> I don't know who wants to go next. Somebody should go next, though. Probably uh, Sigma, no? Oh, sure. I'll go next. Uh, next up, we got our uh, friendly competitive staple in Fluttermane with its booster energy. Protosynthesis ability to go with that booster energy. <laughs> Level 50, Fairy Terra, because, hey, sometimes you want to get that extra damage on your Dazzling Gleam. Right. And you want to remove your weakness to the other Fluttermane that's across from you. So <laughs> Yeah. That's what we <laughs> that's what we gotta do isn't it like 70 percent usage in like top cut all the time now like flutter main uh, it's something stupid right now euic is happening it went from 79 percent day one teams to 77 percent day two teams uh wow. yeah that sounds right this is this is incinerary levels <laughs> but it's an attacker and not a not a stupid support mon that stops you from doing things so <laughs> i'm kind of okay with it. it's easy enough to take out but uh Eevee's is um throwing things at the wall. 100 HP, 204 defense. We're bulky. Uh 36 special attack, 4 special defense and 164 speed, modest nature with the booster energy. I'm going to assume that we are faster than we are strong despite the nature. I'm just assuming this. I don't know the answer. That has it on showdown. He could tell me. Let me actually. Yeah, Uh, I can tell you. I will read off the attacks while you look it up. (laughs) Dazzling gleam, shadow ball, substitute and protect. Because I actually haven't used it yet because I've been trying to play with Glamora cheese. Um, It's like, I assume that (laughs) I just need to know what the stat is. uh, Yeah. One sec. One sec. Uh, I don't know how to showdown anymore. Um, Okay. It looks like you, they're tied. So I believe it, Attack, so you get special attack i believe uh, cool. yeah you get special attack then because it's above speed in the pecking order i'm surprised that it doesn't go for the boosted speed because when you're losing to uh Qian pao speed probably end up dead uh you probably you probably maybe we're bulky wh- enough to deal with you this, have you have a pretty the, you, you put a lot of defense investment in so i assume i was gonna say we also have an arcanine to intimidate it we have a wojian to yeah i drop it to so we might take We one. might be okay. We might be okay. We might take one. Uh, but anyways, the other Pokemon I've got is Great Tusk with the Pocus Ash. Uh, Protosynthesis doesn't really matter unless you run into its sun team. Uh, so <laughs> there's that. Ground type to do a stronger headlong rush in the long run. Max attack, max speed, 4 HP. Uh, like I alluded to with headlong rush, close combat, ice spinner, protector, you move pool. Um, yeah relatively standard we don't really have that many resists to the earthquake so we're running headlong run makes sense things die and my on my end we got the most basics we got arcanine with safety goggles uh it, with the obviously ability intimidate so it can't get scored and- it can't get scored 
Right. Can't get spored and can't get redirected. Yes. Yeah. Rage powder. With the mess of Eevee spreads here of 244 HP, 12 attack, 92 defense, 84 special defense, and 76 speed. Uh, an adamant nature to boost that attack, and its attacks are Flare Blitz, Extreme Speed, Snarl, and Protect. Pretty basic Arcanine just to hit hard. And also to hit hard, it is the Dragonite with Choice Ban. Uh, ability obviously multi-scale. Um, EV spread much more concise, uh, two fa- 252 HP, 252 attack, and 4 speed. And then the Adamant Nature for the attacks Terror Blast, Extreme Speed, Stomping Tantrum, and Low Kick. Yay. Yay, Dragonite. Yay. Just Dragonite. to hit hard. It does. Hard. He does hit hard. <laughs> he is a Dragonite. <laughs> um, Dragonite, like, I love that ter- Terrestrialization has actually breathed new life into specifically Dragonite. Um, yeah, I mean, Dragonite seems to just benefit every every time. Every time they give Dragonite, some, I I also feel like it's just accidental. Every time they give him something, I feel like it's accidental. Oh, okay. like, like we didn't mean him for him to be that good, but sure, he's yeah. a Dragonite. That's fine. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're just like, yeah, it could have been Salamence, so this worked out. Uh, <laughs> it's like we never gave him a Medmega. It's fine. Right, <laughs> he's doing okay for himself. Like, look at Dragonite over there being successful. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it's like let's give hidden abilities out yep yep he, he, he this team this team is definitely uh definitely uh a bit uh a bit stally but i actually really like it um so yeah we'll put this up on the discord and of course if you're a patron we'll be giving out the shiny versions that aren't named wo chien um <laughs> so i mean we'll give it a wo chien but it won't be the shiny one right but yes uh go over there and do that but until then this is going to be it for the Pokemon of the episode. We're going to kick it on over to the mailbag. It's mail time! Send in your emails! Mail! Welcome to the mailbag. The mailbag, as always, is brought to you by the fictional energy drink, Green Tauros. Green Tauros gives you hooves. Hooves! And as always, we'll give out the Green Taurus badge to whoever we deem worthy. And of course, this is the segment of the show where you can send us emails at PucklePodcast if you want to comment. We'll read them on the show. Uh, we got a few this week. Um, one that I do want to give an honorable mention that we're probably not going to read is going to be from uh, from Simon. He was actually really great, and he he sent a uh, a list of resources for VGC, uh, mostly VGCGuide.com, um, which is useful if you're trying to get to VGC. I did go take a look at it. It's a little heavy for my liking, but um, I do. It does help uh, gather a lot of the pokey pace for a lot of teams that are actually being run around. So I definitely would recommend that as a good resource. Uh, so thank you to that, Simon. You get uh, maybe not the Green Tauros badge, but you do get the Thatch's badge of inspiration. That's not a role on the Discord server. It's just something I say as a thank you. I feel like there's a role that almost builds up. <laughs> do we have a role for that? What is it called? I'll look it up while we go. We'll have it between emails. <laughs> that that's his special badge. All right, but this one is from the Aussie Crocodile and Jushiro uh said he wanted to read it. Absolutely. Good day, Paco Crew, and I can't do an accent. <laughs> Love the episode this week. Also appreciate the brief charts are trolling. Oh, always nice. Uh we are team Blastoise in this household. That Reason is right. Team. That is right. Yeah, exactly. That is that, that is right. We are that's team a Blastoise. Good household. <laughs> I wanna be invited to dinner in that household. I used lots of Blastoise. <laughs> I am also Team Blastoise. 
<laughs> reason being water beats the right uh the fire right be uh wait reason being water beats fire right blastoise must be better it is so so as i was late to sword <laughs> and shields <laughs> i managed to use squirtle blastoise for my original playthrough yeah i thought i had all the answers knowing leon had a charizard and i was gonna stroll up against my victory and cement blastoise as the best original starter i worked my way through the game without issues made it to my battle with leon and knowing he was going he was gonna bring out his fire breeding show pony i was gonna hydro pump him to the next to next so i feel like he was max overgrow <laughs> so <laughs> i <laughs> so i dug my switch into the tv sat my two sons on the couch oh he got a he got an audience <laughs> oh, we got an audience oh, no. <laughs> and told them that they were about to witness great greatness <laughs> the greatest victory in pokemon history I even did my own rendering of Ash Catch and Battle Pose with my Joy-Cons in hand. Oh, no. <laughs> you know, uh, the kids got excited. Charizard came out, went big. I was like, ha, 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 ha. I got you now, Leon. As I made me throw in my Pokeball, a Pokeball into the TV to send my Blastoise. Didn't Dynamax due to the cockiness and to add a bit of drama to the battle. Then this mother trucker goes and hits me with the math overgrowth and sends me with my Blastoise all the way back to Pallet Town. <laughs> was the max overgrowth. Yep, I looked over my boys with a look of shock. Well, I didn't see that coming. So yeah, that's my Charizard story. I know that was off topic, but I'm just not a fan of the bloke. Where's my Blastoise game freak? Uh, I have to say, I remember also losing... Uh, against Charizard with uh, a Pokemon that had type of banjo. I don't think it was water. I think it was rock. And uh, uh, yeah, he Max Overgrowth. Yeah. I, I just wasn't expecting it, and it just destroyed me. Okay, they, they build <laughs> champions better than Lance these days. Yes, yes they, they do. do. Uh, <laughs> except um, Gita. Gita's a little worse off. Yeah, yes. I mean. You can't be truly competitive if you're running a go-go. Right. On topic now, my favorite competitive Pokemon at the moment is Brute Bonnet. Uh, holding weakness policy doesn't know if its item beat out booster energy stat-wise, but it's fun to see it get activated, it and you can you can sucker punch, seed bump, spore, and rage powder your way to victory. I personally reckon Paradox Pokemon were only invented uh, invented so Among Us could get an evolution, in, in quotations mark. Uh, without becoming an Eevee-like <laughs> candidate, because let's face it, <laughs> that little fat mushroom is an MVP too. P.S. I write this email while sitting on my couch wearing a pair of Charizard socks. I forced to purchase online um, for my uh, so my cart was eligible for free shipping. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, the Aussie Crocodile. That's amazing. He is one of Great my email. favorite emailers. Yeah, I, I enjoyed that. Uh, we've got one more this week from uh, Snackard, and I believe Sigma's got this one. Yep, and an update on the role. There is a role on the Discord server called All Star that currently has zero members in it. We made an all. What's the All Star role? Who made that? I feel like it was made to troll Retro at some point or oh, something. Oh, possibly. I, I didn't make it. I assume that's what it was made for. There are zero members in it though. Like, that, <laughs> would, that would be the role. <laughs> uh, but anyways, okay, on to the email. Heyo, Buckle Crew. Snackered here and listening to last week's episode made me reminisce on my Pokemon regional days, where I was one of the few pebbles competing for the VGC within a beach full of TCG players. Ooh, I remember hearing about these days. Where, where the VGC event was the day two event because you scrubbed out of TCG. <laughs> 
<laughs> like it was it was actually just that's a thing that that is a real thing that happened like back before x and y <laughs> yes i do remember that 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 is how vgc worked it's like it was only a one day event and it was day two so anyone who didn't make day two for the uh tcg would play the vgc could play the vgc event or a side event my first regional was in the double legendary format of Oras, where Primal, Kyogre, Groudon, and Mega Rayquaza had endless weather wars, and Moody Smeargle was still able to use, or still able to spam Dark Void. <laughs> Sometimes putting the whole opens team asleep. Or I assume that's supposed to be opponents. opponents. Team. I assume that's opponents team, right? Yeah, I, I assume that this was the uh, spell checks decision. Ah, but but yes. Dark Void Smeargle was a mistake. <laughs> yes. So was Moody, but that's another and, discussion. Yeah, that's a topic for another day. Ah, uh, what a healthy format that hap- Oh, what a happy format where if you didn't run the same core, your team was burnt to a crisp quicker than Brock's Vulpix using a flamethrower on his face. Sounds like something happened with Sword and Shield, and we all know that is Thatch's favorite format. <laughs> that said... Out of purely nostalgic reasons, grew my love for a particular Pokemon, with Za- which Zachary adores, and that is my dearest Pokemon connoisseurs, is Weavile. <laughs> Ice Shard, Fake Out, Knock Off, Icicle Crash, rest in peace, Knock Off. Uh, mm. The Dark and Ice type moves paired with Fake Out made Weavile a staple on my team for Sun and Moon and Sword and Shield. How does the saying go again? Something like, all roads lead back to Weavile. And that, my friends, couldn't be closer to the truth. Especially with PFTT, what better Pokemon is there in Series 3 than my icy friend? I can I can think of Mega Weavile being better. Mega Weavile. <laughs> That's what it is. It's faster and stronger. Yep. I mean, he's about to talk about it. <laughs> I mean, come on. Are you really considering using any Pokemon better than Pao? I know I have at least one person in Buckle in my quarter. And who knows, perhaps I have been honing the perfect team to exploit the Weavile cheese <laughs> when I make it to the finals. That said, my VGC fever is back, and the only cure is more cowbell. Anywho, hey. keep on keeping on, Snackard. <laughs> well, there you go. Thank you, Snackard. I don't know if Snackard has it yet. I think the Aussie Crocodile does, in terms of uh, Green Taurus patches. Uh, I, yeah, I'm fine with whichever one doesn't have it. Yeah, me too. Snackard, you don't have it. You can have it. Yeah, or both of you if you don't both don't have it. Um all, all right. So thank you for that. If you want to email us next week, we want to know what you guys think of the DLC and what you think might happen. Is is there a theory that I'm not aware of that you guys are? I would love to hear it. Um definitely send those in pucklepodcast at gmail.com. You can of course uh always send in emails there. Uh, but of course, if you want to keep up with Puckle, the best way to do so is come to our Discord at PuckleDiscord.com or the invite link that's in the show notes. You can, of course, always check out Puckle um, Puckle social media, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Additionally, you can watch us live on YouTube at YouTube.com slash PucklePodcast. I will be there, I believe, this Wednesday. Uh, last Wednesday, I couldn't be. I couldn't be because uh, the cable that hooks up to my camera uh, did not want to work. Um, I have since purchased a new cable, and it now works. <laughs> so... So we're looking good now, fam. And we, I hate mini HDMI to HDMI cables. They're the worst. Uh, <laughs> that sounds awful. I hate uh. them. I hate them. I hate them. And the only thing, like, if you want to use a not webcam webcam, you have to use them. And it's awful. Oh, wow. 
It's a much better picture. I promise. I promise. And I'm a, I, I'd like to know these things. But yes, uh, we're going to be over there. I think we're going to do TCG this week, though, just because I really want to do TCG. Got to practice. Yeah, Got to practice for the next tournament. I don't know when it is. Yes. <laughs> and maybe for the next 24-person league challenge. I mean, the buckle tournament's coming up. The buckle tournament is coming up. That is true. Um, I do have to pick... Wait, do I have to keep the same deck list? Because I probably have a deck list. Uh, Swiss, no. Oh, and Swiss... Mm. Top eight, yes. Top Swiss. eight, yes. Good, okay. Because I might switch out during Swiss for funsies. That's how we've been doing it for the past few years. I think it works. Probably. That sounds fun. All right. But yeah, if you want to help support the show, there's a couple ways you can do that now. Of course, you can always go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash podcast, get some Pokemon giveaways. Uh <laughs> Thatch and Jushiro's new podcast, <laughs> <laughs> which is just the intermission of every show. I'm kidding. Uh, yeah. We should do that, though, Jushiro. I swear we should do that. We should. If you guys hear our conversations. If, yeah. Uh, if that's something you want, please let us know. Uh, we can make that happen. Jushiro and Thatch get together one, once a week and just talk about whatever. Mm. Of course, you've got uh, you. You have this new way to do it. If you're into the TCG and you want to get, or you want to get into it, uh, we have partnered with Troll and Toad at trollandtoad.com. Uh, you can use code PucklePod five at checkout, and it helps support the show while giving you a five percent discount. Um, their prices on sealed product aren't too bad, so I would uh, recommend if you're interested in sealed product, that's the place to go. Uh, help out the show. Um, if you do that, we appreciate it in advance. Uh, if not, don't worry about it. Uh, we appreciate you guys for just listening and hanging out. But until then, I have been Trainer Thatch. Some say I've been Yashiro. And I've been R Sigma. And here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing time.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.